Letters of Longing to Ruth, April 16th. Happy Rising from the Dead Day. Easter is my favorite holiday because I love springtime, hate winter, except for the making of snow people traveling to England and Norway and wearing my black Russian sable over a bright yellow bikini while posing in the snow, cocktail in hand at 10 o'clock in the morning, flashing blood-red thigh-high Valentino stiletto boots. And yes, I do that, and I love it. No, I don't eat meat, but yes, I do wear weasels, and the boots are leather, so sue me. As well you know, I was born on Easter Sunday, and I am thinking about bunny rabbits as I wait impatiently for the flowers to come out, and how God murdered his son for no good reason. Now, Ruth, correct me if I'm wrong, but God killed his only son to pay for sins no one had committed yet, because we evil doers weren't even born? <laughs> Which I think is very fucking stupid and not at all romantic. But then there are guardian angels. Tell me, tell me just one person who hasn't had a fantasy, especially if you're Catholic, about your guardian angel. I actually never did, until he took me on a date in Cookham, west of London, at Christmas time in the snow. And it was super sexy. And Ruth, later, because now we're still very close friends, even though he's no longer an angel, because he fell from heaven. He chose that in order to be with me, because he's an idiot. But I love him, and he's gorgeous and perfect in every way. But I said, why? And he answered, I chose the road I've never been down before. And I said, yeah, dumbass. You did that like six years ago. To which he responded quite poetically, no one likes a snarky pants. <sighs> Whatever. So the point of the story is that your guardian angel might not always be your true love, but maybe he is. Because perhaps the truest love is the fantasy love that doesn't even exist. Because you can dive into it in your mind when you're in your bed all alone late at night or early in the morning or in the shower or wherever <laughs> and it's nobody's fucking business and you know exactly what I mean. <laughs> anyway, so 
there's this former guardian angel of mine who used to have amazing love sessions with me. And, you know, he was an angel. I mean, who doesn't want that? But now he's like so obsessed because he left heaven and he chases me around the world. And I'm like, dude, you know, it was great when you were ethereal, but when you lost your wings, not that interested anymore. Jesus. My question is, what do I do with this freak? I mean, I do love him, but I can't, like, put him in a terrarium like a little cactus or a ladybug. So what does one do with a guardian angel who falls to earth for you? And God, because he's jealous and spiteful, never lets him back into heaven. And I'm like, dude, you can't really move into my house with me and my boyfriend. I mean, unless you're a really good house cleaner and you turn gay. I mean, you know, what does one do? This is a serious question. Imagine this dialogue. Hi, darling. So great to have you back from the Redneck Rodeo in Houston. This is Seth. He used to be my guardian angel, but he fell in love with me, and now he fell down from heaven to be with me, but he can't be with me because I'm with you. And God won't take him back because he has no skills. So what do we do with him? Also, he's a really nice guy or something. Please advise. Thanks. Yours truly, embroiled in an Easter angel situational. Natalie. Baby, when you squeeze, cry, kiss. Baby, when you squeeze, cry, kiss. Baby, when you squeeze, cry. 